welcome to Connect Through Beauty. It is our first ever podcast and I am truly honored to be hosting our first guest. Her name is Jen Groover and she has impacted my life, impacted so many people, and really gives you the tools to do the same in your own life. And I am just so, so honored to be hosting her today. She is a mom of two beautiful girls. She's an international speaker, an author. She has over 20 years experience in human behavior, emotional intelligence. Um, She's a motivational speaker of the year. She's won so many awards. Woman of the year. She has done it all, my friends, and you are in for a treat. So we are going to dive a little deep into the beauty industry and, you know, what we go through on a daily basis. And it really goes beyond the beauty professional and what they physically do every day. It just goes a lot further than that. And so we definitely go into detail with that. We will mention Canvas Me. Canvas Me is a platform for recruiting. Our company, Lords and Ladies, uses that platform as well. Jen, you will see her on that platform too. She also is really integrated with them and has been impactful on that platform to so many beauty professionals that are elevating their careers, looking for jobs. So uh, Canvas Me is a fantastic site. Like I said, we use it in our company and it's been an amazing help. So I hope that you guys enjoy and I can't wait to keep getting connected through beauty with you. Like I had said, I, I really want to bring awareness to our industry. And I know that you have just linked up with Canvas Me um, yep. and really like dived into the beauty industry with them. And um, they, they're they definitely on this role of changing and elevating our, our industry and really bringing awareness to who we are and what we're about. And, um, and I love that you're a part of it because there's so many things that go into, um, you know, what we do on an everyday basis. And, um, and so that kind of brings me to like my first question for you is we as beauty professionals get a lot of this pushback from many people. I know I've got it from my dad. He always said to me, if um, beauty was a subject in school, then I would get straight A's, which is (laughs) hilarious because (laughs) after I graduated, I said, well, uh, that's what I want to do for a living. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he hesitated and was like, well, I don't know. You know, I think that you need to go to college and I don't know if you're going to be successful. So, um, I'm not the only one that gets that. Um, I mean, I've talked to so many people that hear that on a daily basis. And so my question to you is like, what, what would you say to that person that's kind of struggling with that, um, that mentality hanging over them and, and like, they want to follow their dreams, but they're hesitant. So it's so funny that you, this is like the first question. Um, cause when I was, in high school, 
I wasn't a really good student. I was really, really good at socializing. No <laughs> one told me back then that that's actually one of the greatest assets you could have in life. Love um, it. But my dad um, kind of downplayed what he thought was going to be my ability to be successful and did the opposite and tried to talk me out of college. And he was like, why don't you like do something in the beauty space or why don't you like do something with like sales? And I was like, I, I don't know what I want to do really at all. I thank God I wound up going to where I went because I studied psychology and it set me on a, the path that I'm on. And um, what's interesting is because I became an entrepreneur right out of college, I'm surrounded by other entrepreneurs. And what I learned is that college was just a social experiment um, that costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And while I'm about to send two kids to college, I've told them the same thing. It's a social experiment. It's really about um, you trying to find yourself and, mm -hmm. and in an independent way. But if you already know what you're passionate about, do that thing. I mean, the beauty industry is a really successful industry and you can be incredibly successful. And part of it's developing the talent, right? The mm -hmm. skill set. But the other part goes, right, so, but the other part goes back to what I said at first is it's developing you. It's developing who you are and your ability to be personable and kind and thoughtful and have good social skills. And if you nail that, you're golden. Um, but, but why I started working with Canvas Me and what you just alluded to is so often people only work on the skill of like the actual skill set, the tactical skills, but they don't realize how incredibly important the development of yourself is. And, and once you can develop yourself, you can make a gazillion dollars in building businesses, building your book of business, building um, your client base, referring mm -hmm. to other people. I mean, there's so many ways to go about building your business in the industry that, but it all really is importantly built on you being your best you. Mm -hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, you know, my, my mentor, my, my boss, the owner of Lords and Ladies, um, always said that it's about 20% of the skill that you have and 80% is, is who you are. And that's why yep. people connect with you. And that's why people are going to come back to you. Yep. And, um, Oh, and it's so true. It's just, it's just building relationships and being, and you're right. Just being a kind and, and listening and hearing people. Um, it's just, so a wait, let me ask you, Ashley, then, since I agree with that completely, do they teach you that in school? No, they don't. Great. Right. This is, yeah. Canvas me brought me in because this isn't taught in school, but it's the most important. It is 80%. It truly is 80%. Like, developing people skills and your own interpersonal development. Oh, absolutely. So, so I a hundred percent agree with you. I love where this is going because this is, this is really the, the fight that you fight every day, you know, as, Literally. as a leader, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as a leader, um, you know, we, you want to, 
uh, guide your employees and guide your staff in the in the right direction and empower them and give them all of those tools. And um, and it's true, like you come out of school and it's just like, okay, now what? (laughs) So so, yeah, I mean, we were really trying to incorporate all of those um, mindsets, um, personal development, all of those things into our education that we do too, um, right out of school. Right. And well, that's your, your business it. does a great job with that. Um, I wish more people in the industry took it as seriously as your business does. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it, I honestly, it starts with the passion about it. And, you know, like I just, I know that I'm not the only one in our, our, like our whole company believes in empowering the beauty professional and just elevating them and getting them as successful as they possibly can be. Um, I know like we're probably the only industry really trade wise that you can get up and you kind of dictate how much money you're making today. Yep, exactly. (laughs) You're all independent, even though everyone kind of works for a company not everyone, but a lot of people work for a company. There's a very independent entrepreneurial part of that Mm -hmm. where, where your success is dictated by your effort and by your, your commitment to growth. Absolutely. So yeah. And our company culture really is to actually create an entrepreneurship, which means that we truly allow our service providers to build their business within our salons. And, um, and we really try to push them to, to create that, that whole demand for themselves. So, you know, they, they have control over their books and they can rebook their own clients and, and again, make, you know, make as money, as much money as they want. Um, So, you know, but we do have people, you know, and which, which everyone, you know, gets, feels a little stuck or feels like they're hitting a barrier that they can't get past. Um, you know, what, what are your insights on that? So to me, success and life evolution is like riding in a hot air balloon and, and it's a process that is repeatable over and over and over again. And when you decide you want to take off in life, whatever aspect that is, you're on the ground and you make a decision. So like in a hot air balloon, you're taking the sandbags out. You have to take the sandbags out to get, to get lift. And the sandbags are synonymous of our stuff. In order to get to the next level of where you want to go, you've got to get rid of stuff, whether it's mm-hmm. limited beliefs, negative self-talk, bad habits that are holding you back. All of those things are are part of that stuckness. And Mm -hmm. it causes an awareness that has to be a consistent part of life where you're constantly self-reflecting and auditing. Are these behaviors helping me? Are these beliefs helping me? Are they hurting me? Mm. What do I keep doing that I keep getting the same results that I'm not happy with? So what do I need to change to get different results? And and ultimately, you can't change your outcomes, your results, until you change yourself. And mm. that's the problem is most people try to change their results or their outcomes by forcing. And, you know, work ethic is really important, but you can't outwork your limited beliefs. You can't outwork mm your self-sabotaging behaviors. 
you can only change them from within to get the outcomes to be different. You can, you can work yourself into a certain level of success, but if you want to maximize your potential, you have to constantly evolve and become Mm -hmm. what you want before you become, before you get that. So I'll say that again, because it's really important. Whatever it is that you want or desire, you have to become that person first in order to get that. And, and so going back to the metaphor of the hot air balloon, you're constantly in a process of evaluating what do I need to take out of my life? So a lot of people think success, I got to add more stuff. More likely than not, it's really not adding more things in, but first and foremost, taking things out that are not helping you and Mm. removing old beliefs that are limiting you and removing self-sabotaging behaviors that are holding you back. And, and when you get to the next level, you, you have what's called a new perspective. And so I always use the metaphor of, you know, you're in Central Park and you used to walk through Central Park, but now you're in a hot air balloon and you rise above the trees in Central Park and you have this whole new perspective of what Central Park looks like. You had never knew how many Mm -hmm. trees were actually in Central Park because you were walking through it from the ground looking up. Now you're above the trees looking down and, and this new viewpoint or new perspective, once you have that, you never see the world the same again. And so mm. as you keep changing and evolving, your perspectives of life keep changing and evolving. And you, as you change, you never are the same person again. And that's a great thing. I know some people are afraid of change, but that evolution is, is what's needed. And so then you get stuck again. You get bored. You're like, okay, I've already seen these mm. trees. You have to go back and do the same exact thing again. Self-reflect. What are my beliefs? What do I want more of in my life? How am I going to become that person that is worthy of that next level achievement? And it's constantly just this process of reevaluation and reframing, creating new beliefs that align with your desires. And when you create the new beliefs, you create the new behaviors, you create the new outcomes. Oh, yes. I love that so much. Oh. Um, and, and you would, you know, I, I know you agree with this. It's, it's really a habit, you know, of, of getting into, I know for myself, little, little bits throughout the day, I almost kind of like stop and reevaluate. Am I on the right path? Am I, is this kind of, is this the thing that I want to continue doing? You know, yeah, it could be something so, so simple, but is it, is this, you know, the direction that I'm going in and just kind of rechecking in with yourself? Yeah. Always uh, checking in with yourself. And it is a habit. It's a ritual constantly. What the, at first when people start doing it, it's has to be really intentional, Sure. but eventually it just becomes a habit where you're on a constant path of being present and reflecting at the same time. Oh, yep, absolutely. And it it really, I have a new relationship with myself, you know, and it's, it's kind of a, an eye opener, even in just, just that way. Like I, I have this respect for myself and 
I owe it to, to myself to continue those habits and to keep, to keep rechecking in and saying, am I, am I on the right path? And, you know, maybe I do feel stagnant. What am I doing next? You know, how, how are we going to get to the next level? And I mean, you just really evolve as a, as a human being, but also the success just comes along with it too. Right. So I always say the more you become, the more everything around you becomes. Mm. If, if you only committed to becoming a better version of yourself every day, better than you were yesterday, there's no way you cannot become more successful. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I have read your book and I, and I love it and I love it because it's, it's truly tools. It's, it's all about really getting into those habits and creating this, um, these tools for yourself to continue to work on yourself because some people don't even know where to start. And, um, and in your book, it says, you know, you, you say this often to work, work smarter and not harder. And, you know, we say that a lot to our, to our staff, because, you know, eventually the goal is to make a full-time salary working, you know, three days a week. And we want that for everyone. So um, what do you, what can you tell us like two, maybe two habits or one habit that people can start immediately um, inner, you know, kind of um, bringing into their lives right now? So I'm going to give you two things. Um, first is to start really journaling on a regular basis to start your process of being accountable to yourself mm-hmm. and jotting down thoughts of, you know, where you are and where you want to go. And that evaluation process, putting it down on paper. So six months from now and a year from now, you can look back and see how far you, you've come because mm-hmm. sometimes we're harder on ourselves when we begin this process of self-awareness and dedication to growth and becoming more, sometimes we lose sight of how far we've actually come. And I'd like to say to my clients, like, I want you to give yourself virtual high fives along the way, like literally high five yourself for doing things. And it might seem small, but you know, instead of reacting to someone learning how to control your emotions and responding to them and, my clients will always say, my old me would have done this, but my new mm. me did that. And I'm like, yes, I got mm. it. that's amazing. Because you recognize the shedding of your old self and stepping into your new self and your future self. And um, so that's one way to begin to be accountable to yourself, but also see how far you've come and celebrate along the way. And the other thing is, is taking courses and reading books and diving into videos and committing every day to watching something or reading something or engaging something that's challenging your mindset and challenging your knowledge base and awareness so that you're, you become a sponge for knowledge and turning that knowledge into wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you know, we're in the profession of giving and, and we give and we give and we're, we're creative people. We're emotional people. We work at a super high energy level, Um, And we are just full of passion and filling ourselves up is something that I think that we always do last. 
And, um, you know, it's certainly something that we should always put first, because I don't think that we can be our best selves if we aren't, you know, to other people, if we aren't our best selves or to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say your profession is a profession that, um, exchanges energy on a high level too. So especially if you're an empath, um, empaths absorb other people's energy um, more quickly. And so you can feel really tired and drained by Mm -hmm. other people's stuff, by other people's energy. So putting your energy management as a top priority is incredibly important to have sustainable success. And sustainable happiness in that success. Like what's success if you're not happy? It's nothing, right? It's a waste. Mm So it's about feeling fulfilled and joyful and grateful and and feeling purposeful. But if you're too tired all the time, you can't feel that joy or excitement or passion. So, um, you know, maximizing your potential is about maximizing your energy and that begins with controlling the controllables. There's some many things in our life out of our control, but one of the top things is that we can control is how we treat ourselves. And mm-hmm. so prioritizing sleep is incredibly important. Eating healthy is incredibly important. Hi- staying hydrated, incredibly important. Taking self-care days is incredibly important. Like when you're off, like really be off in, in the sense of uh, giving yourself permission to rejuvenate. I mean, that's what... What's what your and those times off are meant for rejuvenation for your work life and vice vice versa. So, are you doing things that are draining you or rejuvenating you, and giving ourselves permission to do that? And I know moms specifically struggle with this too. It's like you're off, mm-hmm. but you're on, right? Not being a mom mm-hmm. is a job. So, how do you create boundaries or expectations within your household too? to give you that space and permission uh, to rejuvenate as well. Because I I would always say to my kids, like, if I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm not a good mom. So I need like to find that balance of rejuvenation and fueling myself so that I could be a great mom too. Mm. Uh, That that is definitely something that I am still learning (laughs) every day. Um, but you're right to be aware of that and to just give, I love that. Give yourself permission. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so true. It sounds so simple, but, but it's so true and actually act upon it. Um, so I, it's just like a huge gift to yourself. Yeah, it is. It's not even a gift as much as is a necessity, um, to do so. And, I would even have the conversations with my kids when they were younger. I mean, they're 18 now, so I have to like wrangle them down to like hang out with me now. But Mm -hmm. then, you know, during the mom, 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 mom stage, now it's only like, mom, can you make me food or can I have money? But then um, I would say like, mommy needs this hour alone. Like I just need an hour to meditate or read a book or go for a walk or go get a massage. And I explain, like, I'm a better person when I come back. Yeah. 
giving yeah. giving your family the value proposition helps them support those endeavors. And they watch you do it too. So I think like even you're you're also creating an example for them as well. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. Um so I know we're kind of coming down to the end here in closing. Um, but I just wanted to say like everyone is on a journey and I love that because what we do for a living, we get to kind of join other people on that journey. Um, so can you share with us what a beauty professional service provider has impacted you, how they've impacted you personally? Wow. I've had quite a few along my way, whether it's my stylist or Reiki professional or massage therapist or mm. nails, makeup. Um, I've met so many along the way. And, and one of the biggest things that I would say, and I joke with because of what I do for a living, I say to all of them, whether you want it to be this way or not, you're people's therapist all day, mm -hmm. every day. And you, they're coming to you looking for safety or looking for security or looking for guidance or looking just to feel better about who they are. So, um, I see that mirror in all of those people along my way, but I'd say one of the circumstances that sticks out to me the most was getting my makeup done for my um, friend's wedding a few years back, probably about five years now. And um, this makeup artist was just so deep mm -hmm. and pretty quickly we got into like a super spiritual conversation and, it took her like an hour to do my makeup and it was like the best hour. And we wound up staying friends from that moment on and mm. um, just staying in touch with each other through life's journey. Um, but what I could say the takeaway from that impact and that experience is, is be open and be vulnerable and be transparent and realize that people that are coming to you aren't expecting perfection in who you are. Uh, and, and the messiness is okay too. And the, you know, you might have bad days too. Everybody does. But why I feel like she made such an impression on me is because she was just vulnerable and kind, mm -hmm. and thoughtful, and just took a couple extra steps in everything that she does. Just a few minor extra steps. And she, she does, um, her, she does makeup obviously for, for weddings and stuff, but she has a place in, um, kind of your area actually, mm. uh, where she does eyebrows like the, um, like the, I forget the microblading. Yes. The microblading. Uh -huh. she, she's booked out at like six months in advance, literally like six months in advance oh. because she's that person that just takes that extra step and her clients will wait for her to have her next opening because it's not just how good of a job she does, but the love and kindness that she puts into what she does. Mm. I love that. I mean, I think, you know, as beauty professionals and at what you do as well for a living, I, 
to sit here and be so humble that we can make an impact just a little, you know, even just a little bit and change somebody's day is so rewarding. Yes. So, um, well, I know, um, sure people are going to be so interested in your book. So can you do like a quick little preview or, or overview on your book real quick? Sure, absolutely. Um, my latest book is called The More Method, The Simple Formula to Get More of Everything You Desire in Life. And it's a culmination of my 20 plus years teaching human behavior, bringing together multiple disciplines such as psychology, physiology, nutrition, neuroscience, quantum physics, metaphysics, Buddhism, and more, and bringing the best of practices together to teach you how to maximize your potential and maximize life as a whole holistic experience. And it's, it's really teaching people in a simplified storytelling way that um, allows for um, it's a, it's a journey in the book. I take you on a journey that uh, is, is storytelling my experiences and giving lessons from each experience. So it's truly a journey. Yeah. I, and I can attest to that because it's like I said before, it's really giving you a lot of tools and, and kind of guiding you on that journey. So I, I love that because it's not just, you know, reading a book and, writing down your own things, you're really giving action plans and, um, you know, pauses throughout the book. So I, I love that. Yeah. I, I make it like a workbook. Um, yeah. I designed it. So it's an interactive workbook. So it allows for, um, extra reflection and, um, power in that reflection to go back and, and look at over again and see how much you grew again. Like I said, with journaling. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Jen, thank you so much for this. This means so much to me. I can't even explain into words. Um, you are just a beautiful person inside and out. And I'm just so, so grateful. Well, I appreciate your having me and I thank you so much. And for all the listeners, I'm very, very active on social media. So uh, feel free to follow me on Facebook and uh, Instagram and LinkedIn. Uh, that's where I'm the most active. Love it. And I'm going to link up your book, your website, and all the fun things onto this podcast as well. Well, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye.